there, and welcome to episode 38 of the Sports and Spirituality Show, brought to you in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network and our friends at Price Custom Homes. Thank you, Mitch and Greg Price at Price Custom Homes, for sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show. They've been at this building business for nearly 50 years. They can help you from beginning to end. You can get more information by going to their website, pricecustomhomes.com. Special thank you to our friend Mike O'Reilly at WLRY 88.9 Radio for Life for sponsoring this program and making it available on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. And our friend George Chatters at Save Radio for airing the SAS, the Sports and Spirituality Show. My name is Steve Rao, and our regular co-host is a young lady who likes balance in her life. Uh, she likes to give um, a difference of opinion, to create conversation. She also enjoys living in her own world where she doesn't really know a lot of things about sports. <laughs> and that is what makes it um uh, happy, happy for me, and maybe uh, work for you. Uh, at least uh, we hope that. And she is Kelsey Bowles. She's with Young Life Lancaster. She's chosen to join us for episode 38. And congratulations to you on the streak. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. What streak are we talking about? You don't even know what streak we're talking about? No. Okay, I thought I just told you. Ep episode 38? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Have you been here for all of them? Yeah, I think well, that's so. That's a streak, right? It is, yep. Yeah. I know you're not a baseball fan, but if you were, what team would you like? The Reds. Oh, who's their manager? Couldn't tell you. Exactly. You're not a fan. I didn't say I was. I said, what's your favorite team? <laughs> I said the Reds. Okay, well, you can't be, how can it be your favorite team and you don't know who the manager is? I just must not like them that much. You don't. Uh, <laughs> you're a real dingling, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. Yeah, you know why I say that? Why? Because <laughs> David Bell is the manager. That was a oh. it was, it was a pun. Yeah, you're a real dingling because David Bell's the. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sure. <laughs> you might have missed that. Okay. Um, uh, name me one player on the Cincinnati Reds. Joey Votto. He's not on the Reds. Oh. <laughs> 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 Who does he play for? Did he ever play for them? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, he is on the, the Reds team, um, but he's in the minor leagues right now. He is rehabbing. Oh, you yes. can go back down? Yes. Uh, and that's typically what happens if you have some sort of injury. Let's say it's a back or leg or ankle or arm or whatever it is. Uh, they typically put you uh, down in single A because the competition maybe isn't as fierce. And so um, you can kind of ease your way in. So you're not going from zero to a 99 mile an hour fastball oh. um, during you know during your rehab time. So four. he was playing uh, for um, the single A team, and um, what's their name, Kelsey? Um, <clears throat> are they based out of Arizona? They are not based out of Ohio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't. Uh, yeah. Is there, like, some kind of, like, baseball camp for the pros in Arizona? Uh, there is. That's oh, okay. spring training. Great. Yes. Uh, and uh, um, the Reds have their spring training out there in Goodyear, Arizona. Okay. So, very good. Um, they share it with another team. Do you happen to know who they share their facilities with? In Arizona? Yes, ma'am. Nah. It's another Ohio team. Does that help you at all? <laughs> the Cleveland. Yes. I want to say Indians. It's not. It's not that anymore. <laughs> okay, what is it? I couldn't tell you. You had this idea one time, and, and I loved it. it may, <laughs> I, we, I don't know if we're able to do it today. But maybe we could give them a quick taste oh, okay. of this idea. Uh, share your idea, and then we'll give them a little sample of what that is, and we'll do it on a, on a future episode maybe. Okay, my thought was Steve could, tell, Steve could say a name. Right. Preferably, I need some kind of category, so like professional. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go – okay, go ahead. So you would say uh, either a team's name, and I would guess the city they're based out of, or you would say a team, and I would have to guess if they're professional hockey, baseball, basketball, football. Or I could say Cleveland, and I would say what is their nickname, <laughs> which we just did a second ago, and you were like, it's Indians, but it's not Indians anymore. Yeah, I don't you know. You like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So that's part of the game, right? Right. Well, I would say, hey, there's a professional baseball team in Ohio, in Cleveland, Ohio. And what is their nickname? Like that. And so maybe I could give you options. Sure. Like, right? like, like a I could give you multiple three choice? Multiple choice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I would say spiders, Indians, or guardians. 
They're the guardians. They are. Um, and actually, all three of those are right answers, technically. Um, they, uh, there was a professional team in Cleveland called the Spiders. Of uh, what sport? Baseball. Um, it was like, uh, I don't know, I think it was in the 1800s um, or early 1900s. Uh, and um, th- I think it was on the short list of potential uh, um, nicknames for them. What a weird, I don't know. I don't see a spider. It's pretty pretty intimidating, isn't it? No, I just, a spider is a baseball mascot. No right. thanks. Yeah. Uh, well, Who picks these well, men? Hey, I'm going to tell you what. There's absolutely a, a nickname for a baseball team in Ohio called the Rubber Ducks. Oh, well. You talk about. Who wants to be a rubber ducky? For my money, it's got to be the worst nickname in the state of Ohio, maybe in the United States, possibly the world, not the world, because I went to a basketball game in the Dominican Republic, and literally the translation of their nickname was black person. Oh, no. Yes. That's not good. I can't imagine who's thinking it was that thought that was a good idea. Yeah, that's not So that's terrible. So, at any rate, uh, it's the Akron Rubber Ducks, because the rubber capital of the world, Goodyear Tires, made in Akron, Ohio. Uh, that's the connection. It used to be the Akron Arrows, which I loved a yeah. lot better. It uh, rolls off the tongue. It's an alliteration. I love that. Uh, the Rubber Ducks. Unbelievable. So uh, your concept was I would give a name like, I would yes. say Rubber Ducks, and what city is that? I don't know. Um, and we'd try to figure it out. And i give you three options, kind of like I did. Uh, the, the, of course, Cleveland well, used to be called the Spiders, you know, a thousand years ago. Uh, <clears throat> they were the Indians recently, um, and name changed to Guardians. So, uh, yeah, something like that. Very good. Now, and then in turn. How, yeah, how would, you, how would you? I would say a name. Yes. Of either an actress mm-hmm. slash actor. A musical artist? Yes. Or a reality TV personality? Yes. Yes. And then you would have to guess what... Which one of those it is or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want you, you want to test me right now? Because sure. we did kind of a practice there for the sports Sure. Side. Yeah. Okay. Trista Stutter. Yes. No, I'm supposed to say whether that is a actor, actress... Yep. A reality star... Yep. Uh, or a musician. Correct. Can I hear the name again? Um, yeah, but see, this is why we're not prepared. So this is, right. I think her name is Trista Sutter. Sutter. Okay. Um, now, um, in the spelling bee, they say, can you use it in a sentence? Um, what is the, uh, what is the origin of the word? I, I'm not going to ask those questions. Good. Yeah. It's uh, a how name. Do, how so do you pick spell one. It? Okay. So That's I why I can't, I, yeah. I'm blanking on well, I'm gonna, her last, how, exactly how her last name is spelled. I, I'm going to say reality star. Okay. Why? Um, well, because um, I I don't know lots and lots and lots of musicians, um, but I don't think I I think I would have heard that name maybe if it was a musician uh, and an actor. Again, I don't know a ton of actors, uh, especially kind of uh, B roll actors or whatever. Um, and so and uh, so so, uh, but I would think maybe I would have at least heard of it. Uh, and then thirdly, I don't watch much reality TV at all. Okay. And I think maybe you do. So, and I also think you are trying to stump me. So, for those reasons, I think I'm going with uh, Reality Star. How did I do? Great. You nailed it. I did. Yeah, yeah. She was the first ever Bachelorette. Oh. Boring. (laughs) 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 To you. Exactly. Kind of like baseball to you, right? No, baseball's fine. No, baseball to your mom. (laughs) My (laughs) mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, okay. One of them hated baseball, the other Mm -hmm. loved it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) That was um, a Mother's Day show. You can check that uh, podcast out a few podcasts ago. Uh, We can find out what Kelsey's mother-in-law loves and what Kathy's... Or, uh, Ka- Kathy? Kelsey. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Kelsey's mother loves, Kelsey's mother in law hates, which is uh, baseball. Yep. One of them. I don't know which I couldn't remember. So, yes. Uh, so we can put this game together. Yeah. Um, so um, I think I'm winning. No, we no. both won. Oh, we both won? Yeah. And so you got Guardians out of that? Correct. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're one for one? Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you know what the, uh, they say in sports if you tie? No. Are you familiar with the expression? They say ties are terrible. It's like, do you know what they say? Nah. It's like kissing your sister. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, in professional soccer, ties are part of the game. I know. 
It's terrible. It used to be <laughs> that way in, in hockey as well, mm. right? Uh, you would have, uh, but now they they go to overtime, and if you if there's not a winner declared in overtime, they go to shootout. Uh, now, I think in the playoffs, which are going on right now, uh, I don't think they do the shootout route. I think they just play it until uh, somebody wins um, in a uh, sudden death format. I think they play sudden death in overtime. They do. Um, okay. So the first person to score um, is uh, the way that works. So, um, yeah, so maybe uh, in a future um, podcast, we can play an aggressive game of uh, guess that name. Love it. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll see um, uh, when uh, when we're able to pull that off. Uh, but I would enjoy that because I know you've forgotten more about these things than I know. Um, and I know you're not a fan. So, uh, yes, I think uh, I think this process would work well. Great. Can't yeah. wait. Yes. Um, <clears throat> to make it more difficult, we could just say a name. Like, you could have given me that name and say, who is that? Right. And I would literally have no idea. Right. Um, I might have landed on uh, um, the uh, reality star option um, because uh, that's one area in which we are quite different. So there's been a lot going on in the sports world recently, and a lot of it has to do with uh, this NIL. What do you think about the NIL? (laughs) I think I don't know what that is. You don't? (laughs) Here's my best guess. Okay. Well, part of two thirds of my best. Okay, guess. I mean here. National something league. Oh, I love that. I love that. So, what do you think about the national something league? Um, is, is it am good? I right? Are any of those right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> NIL. Uh, yeah. So mm, yeah. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. I uh, feel like I've heard it, and when you say you it, have, I'm gonna know. You will. But in my mind, I for sure thought it was National Something League. Yeah. Nope, it is not. Um, this is the sports and spirituality show. This is, this is a sports element. So obviously National and League uh, would, be, uh, uh, would, would make sense. Uh, and actually it could be the National um, or the International, National International National League. League yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Uh, the Columbus Clippers are in the International League of Baseball. Uh, even their AAA team. Uh, farm team uh, for the Cleveland Guardians. So, at any rate, no, it is not uh, National Something League. It is name, image, and likeness. <laughs> are you are you familiar now? Yeah, that's sounds, yeah. Yeah. Name, uh, image, and likeness. Yes. So, we've chatted about this a little bit, but it is really ramping up. Um, and one of the reasons I want us to chat on this edition of the podcast is I would love to hear uh, someone who I'm declaring is not a sports <laughs> fan and, and knows almost nothing about it and doesn't even know who the manager of the Reds is, even though he's been with the manager of the Reds for a long time. Um, and Joey Votto, who's playing for the Dayton Dragons. Did you know that? The no. Dayton Dragons. I think he just finished. He's moving up the ranks, and he'll be back on the team uh, soon. Um, they've actually won seven out of the last ten games, which they started out a horrific uh, way uh, this season. But uh, name, image, and likeness uh, is uh, – I wanted to get your pure take on it. Okay. So uh, we chatted a little bit about this. Um, but let's say – um, in, you know, in an alternate universe, you were a decent athlete. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and let's say, uh, pick the sport. What would be your favorite sport if you were really good at, uh, at a sport? If I was really good at yeah. a sport? Yes. What would it be? Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I watched you throwing the uh, ball uh, earlier today, and it's obviously not baseball or softball. No, I, so. no, thank you. I mean, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I think I'd want to be like a gymnast. Gymnast. Or okay. Um, how about a, how about a sport yeah. that, that is more prominent in high school? Okay, yeah. I'll sure. give you three or four options. Okay, give me a couple uh, options. Volleyball. Yep. Basketball. Softball. Not soccer. Soccer. I, I accept soccer. Well, let's make me a soccer player. Okay. Okay. She is an outstanding <laughs> soccer player. She plays for the Bloom Carroll Lady Bulldogs. Yep. Kelsey Bull. Go okay. Dogs. In this um, in this uh, made up world, uh, alternate universe world. Kelsey Bowl is an outstanding soccer player. So um, you get a scholarship to play, um, well, I don't know if this is the case for the gals, but for the guys, Akron, the Zips, 
actually have won multiple national championships in soccer. Uh, the players literally come from all around the world to go to Akron, Ohio to play soccer. Great. Yeah. So let's say um, Kelsey Bull goes to Akron. She's a lady zip now, and she's the greatest player that the Akron zips have ever had. And so there's a local car dealership that says, hey, Kelsey, everybody's talking about you and how great a soccer player you are. Would you be willing uh, to do a little TV spot for my uh, car dealership? And um, I'll compensate you uh, for that. Okay. Because if you say drive the new Lexus, then lots of people are going to want to drive it because you're you're a hot item right now. Sure. Okay. Um, So they're using your name, your image, your likeness. Yes. To promote this uh, Lexus dealership in Akron, okay? Sure. Um, uh, uh, two or three years ago, um, you weren't allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. You weren't allowed to do a commercial spot. This is absolutely true. I interviewed a guy back in our radio days, and uh, um, I asked him, I said, hey, could you give me a, uh, what, what's called, uh, you know, a liner? Um, hey, thank you for listening to Refreshing 90.9 FM. Uh, and he said, I can't do that because uh, my job precludes me from doing that. We interviewed college athletes, and they weren't allowed to endorse our radio station because it looked like we were getting compensation. We, w- we didn't compensate them for that, but uh, it would look like that. So you weren't allowed to do that. Now you are allowed to do that. You are allowed to use your name, image, and likeness to make money as a college athlete. Okay? So that's the, been the big change that has happened. Yep. So now Kelsey Bowl can be the face, her name, image, likeness, can be used to promote this Lexus dealership in Akron. Now, the problem is <clears throat> um, what has developed is uh, wealthy boosters. Let's say the guy that owns that Lexus dealership says, hey, I'm going to donate $2 million to Akron University. And, uh, hey, if you want to entice somebody to come here, uh, maybe you can give them, uh, you know, I don't know, $100,000. Uh, and say, if you come to Akron, we'll give you $100,000. It's not from the school. It's from this Lexus dealership in Akron. Um, and so they're not even necessarily using your name, image, and likeness. They're just kind of taking money off the top uh, for um, – to, in essence, entice you to come to the school. So people are now paying athletes to go to specific schools is what you're saying. This is what appears to be happening. It was uh, NIL was not intended for that. It was intended for the Kelsey Bowles, who are outstanding soccer player, that goes to Akron and gets to, uh, goes to a pizza shop, uh, goes to a car dealership, uh, goes to um, the uh, local um, tire store, whatever it is, um, and is becomes a spokesperson for that. Or they put a picture of Kelsey Bowl up in their store uh, holding this tire and saying, um, I love Goodyear's, I love Michelin's, whatever. Um, and they would compensate you for that, and they're supposed to compensate you for that. But right. It, they weren't allowed to before. Right, right, right. Now, you are getting compensation as a top-tiered soccer player at Akron, right? Uh, they're giving you a college scholarship. I wanted to ask you this question. Uh, did you have any school debt? Me, personally? Yes, ma'am. Not in my alternate universe? No, in real life. <laughs> yeah, in real life, I had a, yes, I yeah. had a good chunk of school debt. Okay, several thousand dollars of school debt. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so, they didn't just give you that degree down there at Miami University. Correct. Yeah, you had to earn it. Yes. And you had to pay for it. Yes. Okay. Um, so, um, to me... Uh, that story can be repeated literally millions of times, right? Right. Um, so did you get something uh, for the time and effort and energy you spent there and um, the money that you spent there? I get, yeah, yeah, sure, you an did. education. You did. You got an right. education. Yeah. You got a degree, right? Yeah. Yes. You had to pay for that. Yes. Right. So if you get a, a, got a college scholarship at Miami University, um, would you be compensated for that? Yeah, you would, because you wouldn't have to pay the $100,000 or whatever it was to get your degree there. Right. Right? So they're, they're already being compensated if you get a scholarship. But what I don't personally care for okay. is if um, they say, hey, we gave you something. We gave you this scholarship. Oh, no, no. That was because I'm an um, outstanding soccer player. That's why you gave me that scholarship. And I'm making the school look better because we're winning you know, championships and uh, league titles and all that stuff. Um, 
But if they say, hey, Kelsey, we got this picture of you uh, kicking the soccer ball into a goal against our arch enemy, uh, the uh, OU Bobcats. Um, and so we're going to hang that up here next to uh, this pizza shop. And um, it's like you're endorsing that pizza shop. Okay. But we're not going to compensate you for that. Okay. And that's what used to happen just a couple of years ago. Yeah. So they used your image. So are you for athletes getting compensated? I am okay. if you were – because they were making money off of it. Right. So um, Miami University right. or in this alternate universe, Akron, um, is getting paid by the Lexus car dealership. Yes. And using your name, your image, your yes. likeness. Okay, great. Yeah, because I'm – And they say, we compensated you. We gave you a scholarship. Well, that that's not right. So I'm, again, not – that educated on this topic right correct. however i am for athletes getting compensated for the use of their name image and likeness i think the other situation you're describing that i guess is happening now now it just becomes a competition of which university or college has the biggest richest donors right and how much they can pay athletes to come to them so this is interesting. This sounds like it would be really tricky to navigate and to manage. But I also would think that I, I don't think you can just leave it up to the athletes for them to have integrity because that gets really tricky. And um, their situations could feel really um, necessary. Like the gifts that they could be enticed with could feel really necessary for them and their families in certain seasons of their life, right? Yes, that's exactly and right. And so I think that's really unfair. But I also want to say, like, well, if all athletes would band together and, like, not allow, like, not buy into that, that sounds great. But we are on the sports and spirituality show, and we know that, um, well, we believe that all of our souls are spiritual, right spiritual beings and so like we know that because of that there's sin and brokenness and we're going to be enticed by greed and money and so that's not really a realistic expectation but it sounds nice right so then how do you manage that so i'm sure that's the conversation that's being had is how do they regulate all of that uh because i do think athletes should get paid if their name image and likeness are being used but i also don't think it's fair or healthy to then just have universities and colleges competing by their biggest donors, right? And also those donors then aren't investing in the school. So other athletes and universities aren't, um, like the student body as a whole is not getting that money, right? I don't know. That just sounds so complicated. It is. It's very complicated. And what happened is they passed it. They allowed it to happen, uh, without having all of those regulations and guardrails in place. And because there aren't guardrails in place, people are taking advantage of the situation. And, um, uh, you know, they say, well, if you're going to compensate Kelsey Bowl, star soccer player for Akron uh, Lady Zips, and you gotta you got to compensate all of the Akron Lady Zips soccer players. Now, wait a minute. Uh, the, one, the last player on the bench isn't um, uh, attracting people to that soccer program. It's Kelsey Bowl that's attracting people to the soccer program. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Um, and so, and they're not using the uh, last person on the bench. Uh, we'll call her Chelsea. You're Kelsey, right? Chelsea, <laughs> at the end of the bench mm -hmm. uh, there, she's not attracting people to come to the soccer program. She's on right. the team. She's doing the best she can. She shows up to practices and games. Uh, doesn't get in a lot. Um, people don't know her, her name, but they know Kelsey Bowl. And sure. so her name, image, or likeness isn't going to be attractive to the Lexus dealer at Akron, right? Because she doesn't have that. Rec so say, oh, how can you give Kelsey $10,000 for doing that ad, but you're not giving Chelsea anything? Well, it's because of uh, the um, notoriety. Uh, and that's the way our system works, right? right? And so um, she would be eligible for it. Uh, if she somebody came along and said, hey, I like the name Chelsea, so I'm giving you $1,000. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Um, I will thank you uh, on my social media account or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and so it sure. can be done that way. But um, it's, not, it's, it's not really paying the players for their play. In my opinion, that's what the scholarship's for. Okay. Right? 
you got a scholarship because you're an outstanding soccer player, so you, you get scholarship for that. Okay. Um, but if they're going to use your name, your image, your likeness, uh, for instance, uh, video games, um, they uh, – <clears throat> do you happen to know who the Ohio State quarterback is? Currently yeah. CJ? That's right. CJ what? Stroud. That's correct. What's his number? Couldn't tell you. Seven. And oh, so I was going to uh, guess that. If, it, you should have. I um, should have. A guy wearing a scarlet seven jersey who stands six foot four, two two twelve. You know, where's number seven? Sure. Um, and you know, <clears throat> we're, and he's playing quarterback. Just starting quarterback for a team called Ohio State. You know. If you're playing that in a video game, everybody knows who it is. Right. C.J. Stroud, he ought to be compensated for that. I have a friend who uh, is in a video game, and he did get compensated because it was his stats, right? Mm -hmm. His size and uh, his colors and his number and his position, and he got compensated for that, and he should have been. And so that's what I'm talking about. Um, The third-string quarterback, you you barely knew the first-string quarterback. You don't know who the third-string quarterback is. Sure don't. Um, And so they're not going to get that same opportunity. As a matter of fact, C.J. Stroud went to an event recently where he signed autographs for people, and he was compensated for it. Uh, Two years ago, wouldn't be allowed to do that. Hmm. he'd have to do it for nothing. Um, so his name, his image, his likeness is um, all over different things, but he doesn't get compensated for that. Um, that is now not the case. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, so there, there aren't uh, guardrails uh, in place. Well, um, something that you uh, hinted at um, developed earlier this week. Okay. When uh, a guy named Nick... Um, threw a guy named Jimbo under the bus uh, as it relates to this kind of thing. Um, and <laughs> do you know who Nick is? No. Do you know who Jimbo is? No. Okay. I didn't figure that you did. Uh, but uh, Nick Saban is the head football coach for? Alabama. Yes. Great job, kid. Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, they have been in the playoffs like almost every year. Uh, I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, but uh, Ohio State beat them. Uh, happened to be there down the Silver Dome in New Orleans. It was awesome. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott ran an 85-yard touchdown pass or, or, or touchdown run uh, that sealed the, uh, the deal. It was awesome. Uh, they ended up winning the national championship. It was 2014 to beat Oregon in the championship game. It's awesome. Um, but Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama. Yes. There's a guy named Jimbo Fisher. He is the head coach of the Texas A&M. Okay. The Aggies. Great. Okay? Now, Jimbo Fister used to be on Nick Saban's staff. Oh, now at Alabama. Correct. Now he's the head coach of Texas A&M. Okay. I believe he's the first assistant coach of Nick Saban in 25 years to actually beat him as he went to another team. Okay. okay? Nick Saban doesn't lose to his former assistants. Yeah, okay? sure. But he beat him. So the other day, Nick Saban is talking about NIL stuff, and he says, "Does this apply to coaches?" Uh, oh yeah, I mean they get, they get compensated all the time. That's what I was gonna say because yeah. like, wasn't Nick Saban in? Hasn't he been in movies and TV shows? And yep, stuff? He, he's in the um, progressive commercial or oh, okay. no Affleck, Affleck. Remember, oh, okay. he's got the blue jacket on. Whatever. Um, yeah. Wait. So two years ago, coaches could get compensated for the, their NIL. Yes, ma'am. Got it. So that hasn't changed for them. No. Okay. That, that's sorry. the same. No, it's, it's no problem. Um, it, it, the rules didn't apply to them. Also, they could transfer. They just go to another school after they promised these kids they were going to stay there. Um, and they don't get uh, negatively consequenced for that. This is a double standard. But um, so Nick Saban says, well, uh, at least we're not like Texas A&M buying players. They bought their whole team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. Well. Uh, Jimbo Fisher didn't care for it. I'm sure not. He didn't. Uh, I know you're a reality TV fan. I am. You like to watch people yell at each other and uh, be mean to each other and <laughs> and uh, backstab each other and that kind of thing. So this is right up your alley, sister. <laughs> okay, continue. What happens next? <laughs> and by the way, this is real, not like that fake stuff you watch on The Bachelor. But um, sure, Steve. So, <laughs> a scripted stuff that they're doing over there. Um, so he's mad. Uh, Jimbo. Oh, yes. So he called a press conference. Uh, we're recording this on Friday. I think it was Thursday at noon because uh, he wanted to He wanted to holler back at uh, Nick Saban. He wanted to respond. And say, listen, uh, why don't you turn over a few rocks over there at Alabama and see what you find under there. Uh, that guy's not squeaky clean either. Uh, and we didn't buy our players. We worked within the rules and that kind of thing. But that scenario that I mentioned to you before, I, I think what Jimbo was doing, he had – 
wealthy boosters who said, we've got this pool of money, right. and we'd be happy to give it to players. Uh, the way it works is uh, there's, you know, high school players are recruited. Yes. And uh, Texas A&M had the number one recruiting class. And um, they have different ways that they uh, score them. That? Okay. Yes, and so they're the number one recruiting class. And I think Alabama might have finished second or third. And I don't think he was happy about it. So that's why he said, uh, "Well, Texas a and buying players. I guess you can have the number one class. We're going to just go out and buy players." Um, and uh, so, like, what does this look like if I'm a college athlete and I sign and I say I'm going to Texas A&M? You're telling me the local car dealership just gave me a check to Kelsey Bowl. And I'm now depositing thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in my bank account. You got it, sister. There's no way. Wouldn't that be, does that feel like buying players to you? Yeah, that's absolutely buying players. <laughs> I'm not saying this is what happened, just to yeah. be clear. Well, I, I, I think it did. And at least, I think that's what Nick was saying. Right, but does Nick have proof? I'm assuming he does. He was talking to some of those same recruits, right? Yes, and I think that's the point. He probably lost a couple of recruits because and they found were just, out from the family that, oh, Texas A&M giving us $400,000. Just like straight to the Kelsey Bowl, $400,000 check. Yes, ma'am. That is wild <laughs> yes, for people is. to like just play at a specific school. Yes, Donors want... People to play at their school that badly that yeah. that's what they're doing. Yes, ma'am. I don't that no. Nope, I know. Don't understand you. You and Nick Saban what are, are in the same I, camp. What is the fraction like? What else are they giving to besides athletics? Oh. Like I cannot. Pr- probably not anything else. Right. You know the so cash you know cow starving is, people, people is who need clean water. No, no, like, no, that, that, I can't no, speak to you. that. I right. can't That's speak what to that. I mean, though. Like, I just yeah, hear that right. sum of money, <laughs> and oh. I'm like, there's a lot better things oh. in this world there's, that we could be giving there's to. There's literally hundreds of millions of dollars that is going to be poured into this thing right here. Sports. Yes, ma'am. Oh, gosh. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, I, I, I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, uh, well, I know you don't know this. <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, pay attention to your talk to Steve. Um, uh, first of all, uh, the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, what's his name? Um, Day, Ryan Day. <laughs> yes, very good. She found it. Hallelujah. Uh, he just got a extension. Okay. Um, do you have any idea how much he's making as the head football coach of the Ohio State University? Throw out the first number that comes to your head. 700,000. Oh, that's very nice of you. That's what he makes uh, per game. He makes $9.5 million. He just got a uh, <laughs> pay increase. It was only a $2 million pay increase, so it's not really that much. Wow. Yep. Uh, 9.5 mil. Uh, just uh, just re-upped his contract. It's, he's good through 2028. Um and so, yeah, there's a, there is literally hundreds of millions of dollars that's put in this program. Now, uh, um, there's a guy named Quinn Ewers. Uh, he came from Texas, came to Ohio State. He enrolled early. He actually reclassified. Instead of being a junior, he said, I'm, now I'm a senior because I have all the credits I need. So he came to Ohio State. He signed an NIL deal. I think it was for $1.2 million, but uh, don't quote me on that. I believe it's over a million dollars. And he got the money. And he's like, you know what? I think I want to play football for Texas. And transferred out, went into the thing called the transfer portal and transferred out to Texas. So now he takes his 1.2 mil with him. Uh, He goes to Texas where he's also going to sign another NIL deal. I heard rumors there might be three or four mil uh, waiting for him there. Um, And he said, I've always wanted to play for the Texas Longhorns. Uh, So now he's into, uh, I'm telling you, they call it the wild, wild west. People are just going all over the place. It is it is not regulated. There's no guardrails for this thing. Um, it are is, they talking about taking, I, I guess I don't know what the language would be, but taking the NIL away? Well, I have not heard anybody talking about that. The cat is out of the bag. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's an option. Okay. I mean, I don't think it should be an option, but is there a board or committee who regulates this? This is what they're working on, I think. And then there's been talk. You you talked about a group of people coming together and saying, no, I'm not doing it. Actually, they've uh, groups of people, athletes have come together and said, let's unionize. Good for uh, them. Maybe? Actually, maybe? Uh, the, uh, Northwestern University uh, was a group of them said, we need to unionize so that if 
well, we're going to be compensated for what we're doing. Right. Now you become employees. Now you've got to get insurance and 401 it, it creates a, a really big mess, and you no longer have uh, amateur athletics. I'm not sure that we do now. But, uh, Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And, by the way, let me go back to one other thing. You talk about uh, money. You know, uh, could, they, uh, could it maybe uh, be done in illegal or immoral ways? But it's always been like that, right? I mean, there's always been corruption. That's uh, exactly the point I was going to make. But I they do feel like opening it up, like expanding the guardrails, just expands the um, capability to for of more corruption, I suppose. Uh, I, I could not agree with you more. Uh, it is not um, – <clears throat> it's just not uh, going to be uh, – it, it's going to get worse for us. It's going to get better, I think. That is wild. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, again, I felt like, and I still do, that uh, the NIL deal is absolutely the right thing for the player. I'm mm-hmm. not the guy who says, look, give him a scholarship, that's good enough. Yeah, it is good enough for your third-string tight end. Right. But if you're going to hang up a banner in your stadium, you know, that is, uh, you know, six foot four, 212, wearing number seven, <laughs> playing quarterback, everybody knows it's C.J. Stroud. So. Yeah. You don't want to compensate him because you made it generic or whatever? Uh, that's just not right. It's not right. Um, and so uh, I'm not for paying these players. Um, you had to pay thousands of dollars to go to uh, Miami University. Sure did. Um, and you weren't an outstanding soccer athlete at any level. Sure uh, wasn't. <laughs> and so you don't get that. And that's fine. Um, uh, it, it's, not, it's not a problem. Um, but – it, it, don't think of it as nothing. We gave him a scholarship. That's not nothing. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars that you're giving when you give a college scholarship. You're giving them the gift of education, which can never be taken away. You're giving them the opportunity to better themselves at the next job because very, very small percentage of people actually end up as professional athletes. Most of them, uh, this is a, a campaign the NCAA had, most of us are going to turn pro in something else. Yeah. Yeah, like 95 or more percent of them are going to turn pro in something else. Uh, And so um, that is a great gift if you give them a college scholarship. And instead of paying, I don't know, $120,000 for a four-year degree, uh, you paid $0. Yeah, that's a a great gift. Uh, So don't think of it as nothing. Okay, so when if I'm an athlete and I just got recruited to play for Texas A&M's football team and the local car dealership gave me a $400,000 check. That dealership is not expecting anything from me. They might. My hunch is they would say, hey, can you come over here and sign some autographs on a Saturday morning? Got it. Okay. Uh, Can Can we hang up your picture? Yes. Wearing Uh, the Texas A&M jersey. We're going to have free hot dogs. But I'm a freshman. I mean, nothing to any. I mean, maybe the like top I don't even know how many, five, I don't know. How many people care about the top, like, 30,000 freshmen? No, like, no. 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 The top 30, maybe, right? Maybe, yes. But even 30 feels high. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It does. Um, Um, One of the things about sports, and you you probably know this, but uh, football is the cash cow. It's what brings in the most money. So the tennis team. Uh, the lacrosse team, they're losing money. They pay their coaches. They pay the officials. They turn the lights on. They're losing money in those sports, okay? Sure. And how are they compensating for that? The The money they make on the football team, okay? So you're not going to get the same opportunity if you're the killer lacrosse player uh, for Texas A&M that uh, the freshman recruit quarterback who's a five-star guy they use a star system uh he's a five-star guy can't miss he's going to be the next uh tom brady um and so i'm telling you if that guy shows up on your campus and uh, the the pizza shop the car dealership they're contacting him and saying hey you want to come over to my place uh for a little while sign a few autographs um Lots of people are going to come, and they're going to buy pizza while they're here, uh, or they're going to buy a Lexus while they're here. Um, so why don't you come over here on Saturday morning about 9 o'clock, and I'm going to compensate you for that, which before they weren't able to do that. So um, we don't have time to talk about this transfer portal thing, but basically back in the day, if you w- went to Ohio State and you said, hey, um, I'm not getting playing time here. I think I've got a better opportunity to go to Rutgers. Sure. Um, um, 
that you would have to have a hardship. You would have to prove that uh, there was a reason. And then you could transfer to Rutgers, but you had to sit out a year. Okay. Uh, and so let's say you've played three years at Ohio State. You only have two years left because they do give you five years of eligibility without a hardship. And uh, you're like, man, I only got two years left. I want to sit out a year. So that means I only have one year left, you know. Uh, so they've changed that. Now you can transfer wherever you want. As uh, many times as you want? I believe so. Um uh, there's uh, there's a basketball player that played at Ohio State. He played uh, for two other schools, um, and uh, so yeah, I think you can get in the transfer portal. And, and of course, it was unusual because there was a COVID year, and they didn't count that as a as a real year. Um, right. So you could get six years. Uh, there's a player for uh, Ohio State that's played seven years. Uh, got a, he got a medical hardship or whatever it was, and so that's changing the game. So NIL. Uh, name, image, and likeness, and transfer portal. Uh, the the landscape for college football is completely different. They're also talking about, as a matter of fact, I believe it was this week, the Ohio High School Athletic Association voted on whether you can have NIL in high school. What they vote? Uh, they handily voted it down. Okay, okay. And I've talked to one or two ADs about it, and they were super happy uh, yeah. that it got voted down because, again, it changes that game as well. Some say, well, that means the really, really good players are just going to move out of state and go to a state that has NIL. So we're actually going to lose top-tiered players because they're going uh, to a different state. So it's just fascinating stuff. This is so fascinating. It I was is. talking to one of my friends, high school friends. We had her on the podcast not too long ago, Campbell Nolan, about the world of club sports. And her sport is volleyball. And so we were just talking about it. And I just, it is so interesting the money and the value people place on the sports. Yeah. And for students, um, you know, just such a small percentage will go for high school athletes. Such a small percentage will go on to play at a collegiate level. I think it is one percent. And of the one percent, like how? What is of that one percent? What is the percent that are going to play at like the top? Is it D one? Yeah. Like D one level in college, right. Right? right? And so then it's like, okay, of that percentage who play at a D one level. What is the percentage of them going on to play professional sports? It's less than 5%. Right. And so it's like, it's just such a small fraction, but our world just values sports so much. And I think it's interesting because I've always heard what you invest your time and money into is what you value, right? It's what you worship. Yeah. And our world, the, the... The money is just baffling to me coming yeah. out of a 10-year career in ministry. I mean, it's just so interesting. And, I mean, I, I really do think that we assign value at a young age. In peewee sports, my kids aren't even quite there yet. Um, you just automatically know who's going to be a good athlete and who's not. And we value football over dance, you know. And it's Yes, just we so do. And we should. Excuse you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. No, no. Football um, so much better than dancing. Yeah, continue. <laughs> I, I I just, why? Like, how did we come to this? Yeah. Like, the systems, in my opinion, start so young. They do. And they're so broken. And what it communicates to our children and what we're replicating in our children is just can be a little scary if we're not yeah. intentional and paying attention. And I think a lot of us who even have good intentions can get sucked in and wrapped up in it no question about it uh, you talked about money uh and value i want to talk about both of those things here for the last 15 minutes we have um uh, there was a recent development and uh, a soccer organization has now declared that they are going to pay the men and women the same i'm so interested in your thoughts on that just in general yeah okay in general. well my first thought is i don't know enough i've seen the headlines i kind of know what you're talking about but uh -huh. i don't know enough my second thought kind of goes back to what we were saying about like even collegiate sports i think that the football teams do bring in the money and so and the tennis teams don't right and so to i think my initial thought is 
great. I love that for the women. Like, I'm so happy for them. My understanding is a lot of men were even in men, athlete, men, soccer athletes were uh-huh. in support of this. Um, so I, I'm really happy for them. Um, especially at that level, if they're all giving the same amount of time and travel and away from their family. Right. I think that that's really important to acknowledge, but I also kind of think that there should be some, uh, I guess fairness, like how much of the percentage is being made by the men soccer players? How many, how much money are their games uh, with live audiences and like TV viewership bringing in? So I, again, I, I kind of, I think that women athletes and sp- even just athletes in general of sports who don't get paid as much, like I think that there should be more fairness but i don't know that you can have complete fairness does that make sense yeah it does um let's uh let's talk about something outside of sports okay great a teacher yes you have a daughter named lucy i do you have a son named wade i do let's assume that they both go to the greatest school in the united states of america probably the world ohio university and they and they get they get a teaching degree okay uh, and let's say they're both math teachers. Okay. And let's say they both go to Bloom Carroll High School. Okay. Uh, and one is teaching algebra, the other is teaching geometry. Great. Okay. Yeah. Um, how comfortable are you with the fact that Wade is going to make more money than Lucy in that situation? Hate it. It's terrible, isn't it? Terrible. No way. Same degree. Yes. Same school. Yes. Uh, same job. Yes. Uh, but I, I don't have the facts on this. Right, right. But um, what I have uh, heard is often guys being paid more than gals. Right. And that absolutely wrong on every level. Agreed. For the same job. Yes. Now, here's the difference. Yes. Lucy is uh, two or three years older than Wade. Yep. So that means she's got two or three years more experience. Yes. Wade comes in as a first-year teacher. Yep. And you say, hey, I'm doing the exact same job at Bloom Carroll High School. Uh, you should pay me the same as Lucy. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. Yep. I think Lucy should be paid more. I agree. Because she has more experience. Yes. Same degree, teaching the same thing. Yes. She has more experience. She should be compensated for that. Yes. Um, and so um, I, I hate the idea that um, if when all things are equal, they're paying a guy more than they're paying a gal. It's absolutely wrong. But I would say rarely is it absolutely equal. Right. Right? Um, Somebody has more experience. Somebody might actually be better at a job than someone else. Right. And we just can't say, look at it with blind eyes and say, yep, you have to pay them the same. Uh, I don't think that's right. And so um, on the soccer side of things, um, I think, um, to your point, I think it's very valid. Uh, Same Practice time, same travel time, uh, same number of games that they're playing, same places that they're going. Um, that is an argument to pay them equally. Where my where my struggle is, is the guys are absolutely attracting more eyeballs to their television sets. Mm-hmm. There, you look at the stands. You know this. You go to high school games. I do. Nobody goes to the girls' games, and the boys' games are almost always full. Eh. Depending on the sport, yeah, uh, and the time, yes. Um, as far as a large scale, sure, um, sure. Football Friday nights, there's yep. no other crowd like it for Correct. any other sport. Girls are, but guys. girls don't play. Uh, they don't play football at least in this state. Okay, but what about basketball? Um, uh, yes, yes, not the same. No, not the same. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want to say though about mm-hmm. the professional male versus female soccer players. Yes. I do think, for me, it goes back to the systems that we create at a very young age and the value we place at a very young age. So is it the female professional soccer player's fault that our society values the men more than them? And I would say I don't think so. I would say I I really don't think so, that it's their fault. They're doing their best to play at a very high level, to put on entertaining games. So in my mind, I just think that we have to look at the systems that got us to the unequalness of the men and women professional sports. Is that fair? Like, Does that make sense? It makes sense to me, yes. And I just, to me, it's a bummer that the female athletes get penalized financially for systems that they didn't create and probably don't like. Right. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it's fair. And I think if you go back and look at the history of it, uh, we've heard for uh, hundreds of years uh, that it's a kind of a male-dominated world. And I think this, uh, from a system standpoint, it kind of speaks to that. Um, and uh, and so uh, I, I think uh, it is something um, that is worth looking into. Now, what is also, um, I think, uh, obvious is guys are bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. That game is going to be different. You could take the top-tiered guys in the world and the right. top-tiered gals in the world, and if they played each other 100 times, 98 of times, the guys are probably going to win because they're just bigger, stronger, faster. That's not right or wrong, good or bad. Um, it's just a fact sure. uh, of what is. And so um, uh, that that's where uh, I don't see it from a male-female standpoint. I see who's – Who's bringing in um, the compensation that allows those players to be uh, to receive a paycheck? And if a larger pool of those funds are coming from men, and again, it might be a systemic problem, but it is what the facts are, um, it, it doesn't seem uh, right because they're not equal. Uh, they're equal in value, which is where I want to go next, but they're not equal in contribution. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I understand, but they're not equal in their own contribution because I would say the women are putting in just as much as the men, right? Yeah, no, I was th thinking about contribution that they bring in. Oh, sure, um, they're not equal in that. Right. But to me, it does just point back to the systems, and so are women in general forced to go different career routes than professional athletes because they have to to support their families? Yep. Because they know that at the end of the day, it's not going to pay the bills or provide the lifestyle they want. Yeah. Um, so, therefore, we're already losing women athletes in the professional athletic world because they know, they know they're going to hit a ceiling. I get, I, yes. Yeah. Well, they, they most definitely are. Right. I, I think about uh, our friend we had on just a couple of uh, weeks ago on the podcast, Taryn Alvello. She was an outstanding high school athlete for your alma mater, Bloom Carroll. Helped lead them to four straight state championships. You can't do better than that because she's only there for four years. <laughs> so she led them to four straight state championships. Um, she ended up getting a scholarship at the University of Washington. She was a Lady Husky. Uh, led them to uh, a World Series berth. I don't think they won it, but she was in. Uh, she's on ESPN. Um, but now she turned professional. She did, but she had really limited options. Right. And uh, she, um, I don't believe, I, I can't remember if she's still playing um, in the professional ranks or not. Now, was she, if she was a guy, she was a baseball player, she would have lots of options. If she was a top-tier player who was playing in the College World Series for baseball, and she was an outstanding pitcher, she could pitch um, in Major League Baseball, she could pitch in the minor leagues, she could pitch over in Korea, she could pitch in uh, other uh, leagues in the Dominican, other places. She would have lots and lots and lots of options. She has more options now than she ever had as a professional softball player, but still limited. Right. So at the end of the day, she's going to have to think about how am I going to feed my family uh, with the degree that I got from Washington or some, some other thing um, because there just aren't those options available. And so uh, it is an interesting situation. I'd like to end by talking about value. Because one of the problems that I see is we say, oh, these guys, we're going to compensate them really good. Um, and the, the gals, we're going to compensate them, but not, not quite as good. And so we start attributing value uh, in that way. And they say, oh, this person's going to come. Oh, they make $10 million a year. Oh, we've got this gal coming too. Yeah, what does she make? About a couple million a year? Um, like, I, I don't know. I'm less interested in her, uh, and I'm more interested in him. Now, um, he um, has influenced the world in lots of different ways. People wearing his jersey. She only has a few people wearing her jersey. Um, and so we start attributing value. And I think it is 
absolutely where this thing falls off the rails to a place that is so ungodly and so unhealthy and so wrong when we start attributing value uh, to a person because of um, how we feel about them or the contribution that they make. Uh, We've seen this. uh, uh, You and I chatted a little bit about uh, Johnny Depp and that situation, which I think is really more about defamation than domestic violence um, uh, on further reflection. But, um, you know, you mentioned it. Well, Johnny Depp is a more well-known actor uh, than Amber Heard, right? So he's probably uh, the court of public opinion, I think you right. said, was kind of leaning his direction. Right. So is he more valuable? I mean, he's allowed to hit her, but she's not allowed to hit him? Right. No, they're not supposed to hit each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither one should be considered more valuable just because you know more about them or you like the movies they're in or whatever it is. Right. We can't be attributing value based on what we get um, as some sort of uh, kickback or or warm, fuzzy feeling uh, because of that person. And uh, that is one of my biggest fears. Uh, And quite frankly, I've seen it played out in uh, different circumstances or situations uh, where... um, um, uh, a guy can get killed, and it really isn't that big of a deal because nobody knows him. But, they, oh, this big famous person gets killed, and now everybody wants to, you know, uh, press pause in their life and, and mourn. Um, it, from my vantage point, you've attributed more value to mm-hmm. one person than the other. And I get it. that Not everybody can be famous and well-known or whatever. Right. Um, but um, I, I don't like this concept of money, fame, position, power, um, that makes you more valuable uh, than somebody else. Um, what are your thoughts about value? Yeah, I think that for probably both you and I, although I'll speak for me, our value comes from God, our creator. Does. And so I, I think that's true for everyone. Amen. And I think he values everyone um, you know, equally. And so it's interesting that in our world, of brokenness and sin, we create these systems of a hierarchy. And I think that that is not how, how we were created to be and to live. And therefore I think, you know, the hierarchy works great for the people at the top, but it's always the people at the bottom who suffer because of these systems. True. And so I just think it's interesting, um, in this athletic world of, of just how we, um, I think it's like a microcosm of the bigger, bigger macro issues, right? Yeah, so correct. It, it's just interesting us talking about sports today and the value that is placed on certain athletes. And it's just also interesting because it's like, well, who is the ultimate judge? Like, who is good? Who gets to say that this player. And sure, there are like some physical tests, right, for athletes. And, you know, there's going to be someone who's faster than someone else, someone who can lift more weights than someone else. So there are some tests to do that. But then where where is the ceiling on how much that athlete should get paid for running faster or lifting more weights, right? Correct. Like who should get to decide that? And I think that's the thing. We're all broken. So we're all sinful. We shouldn't get to decide that. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, We're just about out of time, but Galatians 3.26 said, So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. And verse 27, For all of you were baptized into Christ, having clothed yourselves with Christ. And then verse 28, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, there is neither male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Uh, You mentioned it. We believe that God makes us equal in value now, certainly we don't have, uh, uh, you mentioned off the air, um, in uh, Corinthians, Paul talks about us having different gifts. Right. And we're used in different ways, yes. and we can contribute in different ways. Yes. But we cannot assign greater value or less value because of the contribution that we make. Right. And so let's embrace our differences. Yes. Um, and let's celebrate those differences, yeah. right? Um, because uh, Kelsey's so good at things I'm not good at. I celebrate that. That doesn't make her more valuable or less valuable, certainly not because of our gender. Um, And Jesus was trying to make that clear um, uh, through the Apostle Paul when he said, uh, it's not male or female. Uh, It is um, all people uh, who uh, are created by God the Father are of equal value. 
this has been a fascinating conversation about NIL and transfer portals and the Nick Jimbo, um, what was that, uh, the, uh, the the drama, the soap opera that is uh, those two. I hope it continues. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, neither one of those teams are my team, so I hope they keep yelling at each other. Uh, for my entertainment purposes. Uh, so <laughs> See, you do like reality TV. I, I guess I do, now that I think about it. Uh-huh. Hey, would you be willing to come back for episode 39? Yeah, I think so. Hallelujah. Uh, not very energetic, but I still like it. A uh, special thank you to uh, Price Custom Homes for sponsoring the Sports and Spirituality Show. Greg and Mitch Price can be contacted at pricecustomhomes.com. They can help you from beginning to end on your building project. A special thank you to WLRY and Save Radio for broadcasting the Sports and Spirituality Show. We look forward to episode 39 next time.